Hey, welcome back, guys. Uh, I know I've been gone for a while. Uh, we all know this past month or two, you know it's been real rough for the hobby. Things have been down, yada, yada, yada. You know, it was rough for me. I'm sure it was rough for you guys, too, if you're collectors and investors or whatnot. Um, but I have reason for hope. Uh, a few different reasons. Uh, I do see the proverbial light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, there were many reasons for the downturn. Uh, one, you know, the end of COVID. Uh, two, you know, crypto crashing, people losing money. Um, PSA being shut down, BGS, etc. Um, but I really think one of the major players in this was the NFTs. Top Shot, this, uh, I think Tops has one too. You know, that had a major impact on the hobby. Uh, people in the hobby, you know, thought they were going to get rich. You know, we kept on seeing headline after headline after headline of how Top Shot people were paying nine bucks for a pack and selling a moment for $20,000. And that got everybody so excited. And everyone thought they were going to get rich. You know, they tried to buy all the Top Shot, they crashed the servers. You know, there was there was a moment where I thought I might get into it, but I, you know, I, I held off. Um, honestly, I just don't like them. I don't see the um, what do you call it? You know, the reason to collect a moment, a, a video. I just don't have that. Maybe it's, I don't have a nostalgia like I do sports cards. Um, <clears throat> But yeah, so everyone, you know, cash, you know, throwing cash towards Top Shot, and then the one issue of people not being able to withdraw their money once they did sell a moment um, was a huge issue, you know. So us with our impulse control issues, uh, we were. I'm sure if I was involved, I would have just doubled down and bought more Top Shot. You know, if I wasn't able to withdraw my money, I probably would have bought more. And I'm sure a lot of people did this. And they kept on doing that and doing that um, because you couldn't withdraw your money. And, and the next thing you know, uh, the NFT market crashed. Um, I was reading a report where it's down 80%. 80%. Um... I believe they, there were 700,000 daily users uh, with, you know, the NFT market. And today it's down to 150,000. From 700 grand down to 150,000 people. That's a massive crash. You know, a lot of people lost their money. Um, you know, I'm sure some people made money. Um, not, I mean... I'm I'm not hearing of anybody anymore making money in this in this market with Top Shot. Um, so to me, you know, NFTs or Top Shot is dead. Um, I do, you know, I see a place for Top Shot or not Top Shot, but I see a place for NFTs in the world, just not in this hobby. You know, there's a reason we like cards and 
it's completely different than, you know, a video. You know, a card, you can hold it, and you feel something when you hold it. With a top shot, it's just a video, you know, so it's not the same. It's never going to be as uh, popular as sports cards. Um, it's just not. Um, so, you know, it's dead right now. You know, we all learned a lesson. Uh, none of us are throwing any more money towards NFTs. Probably there's you know, still a few people doing it, but for the most part, 80% of us are not doing it anymore. Um, and that's a big reason. You know, people are going to start putting their money back into sports cards. Um, now, we're not going to see a spike overnight, but we are going to see probably um, a steady growth of prices up until, you know, preseason football where I think it's just going to go bananas. You know, the whole Trevor Lawrence chase, this NFL draft coming up, it's going to bring so many people back into the hobby and bring so much more money back into the hobby. And, you know, I heard someone say once, the rising tide raises all boats. Um, I, I find that to be 100% accurate, 100% true. The rising tide raises all boats. Um, so the NFL market, hobby market, is probably going to um, kickstart this hobby again. I know it's not, I know it's not dead by any means, but um, it's been uh, it's been a it's a grind to move some product right now. Um, but prices are going to be going up again. We got Trevor Lawrence. We got. Um, what, four first-round quarterbacks? Five first-round, I forget how many, but, you know, four or five first-round quarterbacks. On top of the first-round skill positions, you know, we got receivers come, going on in the first round. We got ETN uh, in the first round, and the other kid, uh, McFarland, I believe his name, his name is. Um, so it's a very, very strong NFL class, which is going to make this market hot again. Uh, we got NHL, we got NBA, and the baseball championships all on the horizon. Um, these do, you know, bring a little uh, more people into the market. You know, prices do rise around the championships. Uh, we got PSA opening back up, BGS opening back up. Uh, SGC is a real player. Um, I absolutely love SGC. I got my submission back last week. I sent out 20 cards on the 1st of June. They received them on the 4th. Um, and I got them back, you know, a month later, whatever it was. Um, which is pretty cool. Their slabs are selling. Um... No, they're not as high as PSA, but um, they were right around 50% at one point. They're, you know, going up. They're right around 60 to 70% of PSA value. And uh, we can probably see that going up another, you know, 15, 20%. You know, I don't, you know, see SGC being the same price as S or PSA anytime soon, but I do feel... Um, that, you know, at 80% value of a PSA, it sells for. That's pretty good. Um, it's not a bad idea. 
So we got HGA. They're doing pretty well. Their re their resale prices on their slabs are equivalent to PSA. Yes, HGA prices when they sell are pretty much equivalent to PSA prices. That's amazing. So we got more grading companies to work with. We're not going to get stuck. Uh, with PSA being shut down again, uh, people are gonna, you know, be more than happy to go to these uh, other two companies, you know, HGA, SGC, and CSG Certified uh, Sports Guarantee. They're pretty good. I sent a submission to them um, probably six weeks ago. I used the thirty-five dollar or thirty dollars standard. Service level, I think it's a 30 day or a 32 day service level. It's been about six weeks. I'm hoping and I should hear something this week. You know, that would be the 32 working or 32 business day uh, window. So I should hear something back from SGC or not SGC but CSG. Um, I'm still waiting on an HGA submission. I sent again probably. Seven weeks ago, six or seven weeks ago, I sent them around the same time. One was a week later, um, but I should be hearing something from HGA this week as well, since it's around 30 business days, which is the same you know service level uh, service level that I chose to go with. HGA was 30 days, and um, CSG was 30 days as well. So I should hear something back this week on them two guys. Um, you know, I, you know, this next year of NBA, the draft class, uh, it's not a very strong draft class. I'm not sure if that's going to be a good thing or a bad thing for the hobby. Um, will people be focused more on the guys we already got, we already are bought into right now? You know, this past couple of years, you know, this, these past three draft classes have been amazing you know they're producing probably the biggest stars we're going to see in the nba for the next 10 15 years uh, and it seems to come in waves these big draft classes you know what i mean uh the last one was with lebron and carmelo and Dwayne wade and that was what 2003 or 2004 or 2000 i don't remember exactly what uh year it was but um, you know, we're going 15, 20 years ago. And then, and before that, it was Jordan and, well, correct me if I'm wrong, but again, the last big draft class in the NBA before that one was about 15 years. So, it could be a good thing. You know, everyone... Instead of going and buying all the new rookies in the new draft class, they're probably going to be more focused on the past three years. Um, and that's guys that we are all bought into right now. So that's great news for the guys that we're bought into. So it's going to strengthen their prices. Um, so I think, you know, next year's NBA draft class not being, you know, super hyped up or have any super great players um, is you know, it's going to be a good thing for the guys we already bought into. Um, 
Yes, there is some good players that I like in there. I like the Evan Mobley kid. I like Davion Mitchell. Um, I'm trying to think of the other guy. Jalen Green. And, um, shoot, I don't have the list in front of me. Uh, maybe I'll get into that later on. But, so, I mean, that's my reasons for seeing hope in this hobby. Um, I know, again, it's been a rough month or two, uh, but I think we're going to crawl up out this hole here. I think there's uh, there's going to be a lot of interest back, you know, I mean, the interest is still at an all-time high. Um, I watch the numbers in all these groups, and they've doubled in the last two months. You know, some of these groups, they started out with 10, 12, 13,000 members. And a lot of them, you know, the two or three that I'm in, they when I first got into them, in the you know, in February or March, you know, now it's at 36,000, 40,000 members. So it more than doubled in this last couple months. So the people are still interested in the cards. It's just all the money kind of has been sucked out of it. Um, so... With us not buying any more NFTs, um, I'm sure we're probably all getting back to work here. There's no more stimuluses. I know everyone was like, well, stimuluses created this, but no. That's really not a lot of money. People getting 1200 that's nothing. Once people start going back to work and they're making some real money, um, it's going to strengthen the hobby. So this next year is going to be phenomenal. Um, what I'm saying is buy now or be sorry later. Honestly, like this is a dip. You should be buying. This is what smart people do in markets. When the prices go down, you buy. You have to. So without further ado, I'm going to get in to, uh, the past five card or the top five cards I've been buying I've still been buying cards over the past few months. Um, yes, I have. I know a lot of people aren't buying, but I have been going ham on some of these guys. And I'll get into the top five rate. Top five cards I have been buying the past couple of months. Number one, uh, Austin Meadows. Uh, a lot of these guys are going to be baseball players uh, just because I like buying players, you know, in the beginning of the season. I like watching and see who's going to be good. Um, I did go and buy a lot of Vlad Galeros, not Galeros, but <laughs> uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. cards in the beginning of the year. Um, I'm still holding them. He's been phenomenal. Um, but the past month or two, I have been buying Austin Meadows. Uh, he's got great stats. Uh, he's up there, I think he's top 10 in home runs. He's top 5 in RBIs. Um, and he's on a great team that's probably going to be in the playoffs at the end of the year. Um, so I've been going ham on Austin Meadows. Uh, number 2 is Rafael Devers from the Red Sox. Again, another player on a great team that's 
probably going to be in the playoffs. Uh, Rafael Devers is, I think he's still top 5 in, RBI, uh, in RBIs. I think he's top 10 or top 15 in home runs. Um, and his prices are pretty, you know, uh, pretty low. Same with Austin Meadows. I mean, I got his, here, I got it right here. Uh, 2013 Bowman Chrome Draft Auto. So this would be considered his first Bowman. Uh, it's graded 9.5 with a 10 auto. I got it for 100 and I think 150 bucks. That's, you know, amazing value. Um, I got his, you know, 2013 Bowman Chrome in the Black Wave Refractor. Um, this was I got it for I think 50 bucks. These prices are stupid. This guy, this kid's awesome. Um, and then I got a bunch of raw, you know, base cards. His Bowman Chromes, his first, I mean, his, the 2013 Bowman Draft, they didn't have the first symbol in the corner, you know what I mean? So it just says Bowman Chrome, it's Bowman Chrome, Chrome Draft. Um, both him and I think Devers, I think that's, they're actually the same year. I don't have Devers card in front of me. I think they're both 2013. Um... But yeah, so Austin Meadows and Raphael Devers. Uh, number three, I, you know, someone I find is, you know, a very underrated quarterback, an undervalued quarterback, is Jalen Hurts. When I watched him play last year, um, that Eagles team was a completely different team with him under center. Uh, that offense looked completely different. They're moving a lot smoother. Uh, this kid is a great fit for that team. Next year, with a full, you know, training camp, with a full preseason, uh, being number one starter, getting all the reps, you know, Jalen Hurts is going to come out and just ball. So I'm big on Jalen Hurts. Uh, number four, uh, another... Baseball guy, another top 10 in home runs, another top 10 in RBIs. And the prices, again, are super low. You know, I see incredible value. I see incredible growth. But he is Adolis Garcia. Adolis Garcia. Um, I'm not sure what... I don't have his cards in front of me, but I... I was paying five, ten dollars for uh, Garcia rookies, or not rookies, but uh, when I buy baseball, the only thing I buy is Bowman first Chrome. That's the only cards that I buy, um, unless it's an auto or something. Then I'll get into that. I like the Inception cards, um, but as far as like the tops update and the Chrome, I really don't really get into them cards too much. Um, not a big tops guy. I, I stick with Bowman, unless it's like a specialized set. Again, like Tops Fire or Tops Inception. Uh, but uh, number four again is Adolis Garcia, and number five, uh, watching this dude play during the season, and then watching him just turn it up in the playoffs. I see a star in the making. In the number two guy on the Memphis Grizzlies, Dylan Brooks. I'm not sure if you guys watched him play, but he is a bona fide superstar in the making. Um, him on a team with John Morant, which is another just 
monster. Memphis is going to be scary next year. Um, I don't see them, you know, battling for an eight seed again. I see them up probably in the four or five range, um, and you know, finishing out the season probably three, four, or five, uh, six. But I do, I don't see them battling out for the playing tournament next year. So Dylan Brooks again is a star. He's a stud. Uh, he's amazing on defense. Great at defense. He can score. He's athletic. He's got everything you want in a basketball player, and he's young, and he's undervalued. This is a great buy for me. I've been buying Dylan Brooks cards. They've been uh, fairly cheap. They're not, you know, they did go up when I was buying them because I really haven't watched Memphis all year. I've been watching the Knicks because that's my team. But if I was watching during the year, I probably would have went and bought up a bunch of Dylan Brooks rookies. Uh, I was paying, I think, between 15 and 20 bucks per uh, his optic and optic shock cards. Uh, they're pretty cool cards. Uh, the ones I got, you know, a lot of them have print lines on them, so I'm pretty upset. So they're not going to grade a 10. They're probably going to grade a 9. So I'm still on the hunt for Dylan Brooks cards. I want to get them 10s. Um, so that's my top five that I've been buying for the past two months. Again, I'll, I'll go back over it. Number one is Austin Meadows. Number two is Raphael Devers. Number three is Jalen Hurts. Number four is Adolis Garcia, or Adolis Garcia, I'm sorry. Uh, number five is Dylan Brooks. Uh, the top, I want to do something a little different here at the end. I'm doing my top five cards that I'm still buying. So going back to, you know, my first, at two episodes, you know what I mean? I, I, I listed my my top ten or top five, and I'm going to go through the top five guys that I'm still buying to this day. Um, number one, DK Metcalf. I'll go through it real quick. I'm not going to go too far into depth because I went through all this on previous episodes. But, again, number one is DK Metcalf. Uh, number two is The Rock. Yes, Dwayne Johnson, the wrestler, um, still buying his stuff. Number three, Donovan Mitchell. I mean, the kid's a stud. I mean, who doesn't want Donovan Mitchell stuff? Uh, number four, Marshawn Lynch. Number five, R.J. Barrett. I'm still going ham on R.J. Barrett. And uh, this one stat or this one record uh, kind of... Because I, I was on the fence for a bit at the end of the season there or in the playoffs. I was really on the fence. And then I saw this one stat or record that just it put me right back on. You know, little things like this kind of make me see value in certain players. And it is, they're, you know, the fastest players under 21 to, um, uh, what is this stat? Hold on. I just had it. R.J. Barrett, fastest under 21. Give me a second. I'm sorry. Um, R.J. Barrett. Here we go. R.J. Barrett is the only, or is one of the only eight players in NBA history to tally more than 2,000 points, 500 rebounds, and 300 assists before turning 21. One of only eight players ever in NBA history. 
And I'm about to list off them eight players right now. Okay, so the other seven guys that have reached 2,000 points, 500 rebounds, and 300 assists before turning the age of 21 are, number one, Kobe Bryant. Number two, Kevin Garnett. Number three, Tracy McGrady. Number four, Carmelo Anthony. Number five, LeBron James. Number six, Luka Doncic. And number seven, Kevin Slim Reaper Durant. If that is not elite company, I don't know what else is, dude. Like, what else does he have to do? Uh, I know he's not this high-flying, flashy you know, Dunker and this and that, but these are real superstars that now he is aligned with. You know, some of these stats you can you see some superstars and some no no name guys. Only eight fucking players have made this record, and again, it's Kobe, Garnett, McGrady, Carmelo, LeBron, Luca, and Kevin Durant. And R.J. Barrett. Join the fucking crew, guys. Um, So, again, I've been hard on R.J. Barrett. I'm going to keep buying. I know you guys aren't because I can tell by the prices. You know, you're not seeing him dunk like John Moran. So, you guys aren't, you know, jumping on that bandwagon yet. But you will, trust me. Again, buy now or be sorry later. R.J. Barrett. Uh, That's it, guys. I think I'm going to wrap this one up. I know it's been a while. I'm not going to keep talking and make a long episode. I want to do a quick one real quick. I'll start getting back into this. Um, Sorry for the delay. I know it's been like a month since my last episode. Um, But again, I will start getting into this again. Uh, Appreciate you guys. Take care. Uh, Make some money. Peace. Thank you.